Once upon a morning, there was a freshly brewed McCafe coffee. It was made with 100% Arabica beans, yet something was missing. Fear not, in the distance, a sausage McMuffin with egg rides toward the sunrise in quest for breakfast. The perfect pair met at McDonald's, and mornings were happy forever after. Right now, get a $1 small coffee and a $2 sausage McMuffin with egg from the $1-2-3 menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Fox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Justin Skullrude, doing a solo show for you guys uh, today. Uh, Our show today is brought to you, as always, by VoxDFS.com and the Vox DFS Firelines. Um, Today, we're going to be doing the news and notes. Ryan is out on paternity leave uh, in expectation uh, at any moment that they're going to be having uh, their baby. And so, once again, doing a solo show tonight for you who are going to be listening to the Thursday morning edition of this podcast once again recording on a Wednesday night wanting to get this news to you guys out as soon as possible for your Thursday morning drives today in the show we're going to be covering some news and notes as always on our shows we're also going to be covering some key games uh, this week that have some pretty good matchups as well as getting into the mailbag and answering a few of the questions that you guys have submitted and so starting with the news and notes uh, we want to talk about uh, the Redskins coach. Jay Gruden says that he wants to get Rob Kelly more involved moving forward. He, uh, Rob Kelly had a huge game three weeks ago with three touchdowns. The last two weeks have been kind of uh, quiet in terms of Rob Kelly's production. Uh, and so it looks like Jay Gruden has come out and said that he wants to uh, change that and get him more involved moving forward. ESPN Bob Holtzman reports that Jeremy Macklin's groin uh, is healthy enough to play for the Thursday night game against the Raiders. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more about this later when we cover the Oakland-Kansas City game. But I think this sp- uh, spells a little bit of trouble uh, for individuals like Tyreek Hill, but I think this does a little bit more damage uh, to Travis Kelsey like we talked about a little bit on the Monday night show. Colin Kaepernick will be the Week 14 starter for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I still don't trust Colin Kaepernick uh, and his production over the, because the last game um, was an absolute mess. Um, he was pulled. There's no indication that he will play the whole game if he starts to struggle. Uh, and I really just don't like anything the San Francisco 49ers are putting on the field right now in terms of fantasy. Uh, and so I would stay away. I know that there are some who, who believe that Colin Kaepernick will have a bounce back week. I don't see it. Um, moving on, uh, the St. Paul Pioneer Press says that uh, uh, the Vikings free safety Harrison Smith has a grade three high ankle sprain and may miss the remainder of the season. I don't think this does anything to the Vikings defense this week. Um, Yes, they're going to be missing a little bit, but they're still going up against pick six Bortles. And I still like Minnesota's defense this week against the Jaguars. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is out for six weeks following the surgery uh, for a core muscle injury. 
uh, at least his regular season is over. This is a little bit of trouble uh, for the Giants as a key defensive player is now out for the final push for the playoffs uh, in terms of NFL. Uh, the Matthews brothers, although they are not brothers, uh, for the Eagles have returned to practice. Both Jordan Matthews and Ryan Matthews have returned to practice Wednesday. Um, I think this is better information for Jordan Matthews, Ryan Matthews. Um, like we've talked about since the beginning of the season, I have not liked just because his propensity to get injured and just because he's coming back to practice does not mean anything in terms of his availability to play this week. I still think Jordan Matthews has production value um, should he be able to get on the field. And so he's back at practice. That looks good uh, for this week. Robert Woods returned to limited practice on Wednesday. Uh, this, is, uh, this is good news because of the ability to, uh, to provide deep threat capabilities and Sammy Watkins is not practicing. Once again, the – the kind of soap opera drama that is Sammy Watkins' foot. Uh, I honestly believe that there could be some sort of show because of how much information is put out there on whether he'll play, whether he'll not play. There's been a little bit too much drama surrounding it, in my opinion. Uh, Julio Jones was not practicing uh, on Wednesday. It's turf toe. Uh, they need him on the field because uh, they are not um, – they haven't locked up the division yet uh, with Tampa Bay nipping at their heels. They need Julio Jones on the field. They're playing Los Angeles, who's a terrible defense. I still think you've got to start Julio Jones. There are a few who, uh, who think you really got to monitor this. If he doesn't play, this gives a huge bump uh, to people like Gabriel um, – into the running backs, um, but I still believe that Julio Jones will play. Um, for those of you who, for those of you uh, who are 45% of fantasy football players uh, and are in leagues where Adrian Peterson is owned, uh, some slightly troubling news came out today uh, in that he said he would not return if they are out of the playoff hunt. And right now, the Vikings. Um, are struggling right now. The Lions lead that division. Um, I don't see Adrian Peterson making a impactful uh, play at all in the playoffs. He was struggling in the beginning of the season before the injury, and now I think it's too much to rush him back and expect any sort of production uh, for this season. Um, Bucks offensive coordinator Todd Munkin uh, said that Quiz Rogers will be a more will have a more expanded role this week against the Saints. I'm going to cover that a little bit more when we talk about the matchup between the Saints and Tampa Bay. Uh, a or sorry, AJ Green is not expected to return this week. Once again, Ryan and I talked about um, Boyd and LaFell being solid options um, for Cincinnati in the absence of AJ Green. Uh, Theo Riddick, uh, hang on here. Theo Riddick was not practicing yesterday. I don't think uh, this has any sort of danger for him to not to miss this week um, against Chicago. I think Riddick will still have a good game. Um, Jordan Reed participated in individual drills on Wednesday. 
this has happened once before where he participated in individual drills but still missed the game. This is a continual issue that you're going to want to, um, to monitor. Uh, for those of you uh, who are Carolina Panthers fans, Luke Keekley is was out at practice today with a helmet. Uh, he is progressing through the concussion protocol. I think this is good signs. All of us who are football fans um, like seeing this because Keekley is such a beast as a player. He's a all-around good guy, and it's always sad when when someone's out for a prolonged period of time. A lot of us still have that image of him uh, kind of breaking down while he was carted off the field a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the Tampa Bay Times, Greg Ogman believes that Doug Martin is still the Bucks' primary running back heading into Week 14 against the Saints. Once again, I will cover this a little bit more uh, when we cover the matchup. Uh, Justin Forsett has found a new home uh, with Coach Gary Kubiak, who was able to bring the most out of Justin Forsett when they were at Baltimore. I think... And my and Ryan disagrees with me. I believe that Justin Forsett is worth a pickup if you need someone from the running game. Uh, Booker uh, has struggled as of late, in my opinion. Um, and though Justin Forsett has not really made much noise at all on any team, and this would be really the third team he's been on this season, um, Kubiak knows how to use him. Uh, and uh, it was quoted that they will quote-unquote split running back work this week. So I think that Justin Forsett is worth a flyer if you can afford to, to add him to your bench. Uh, Trevor Simeon returned to limited practice Wednesday. This is a continual issue. You may want to monitor um, the quarterback situation if he doesn't have a go with Paxton Lynch is a little bit uh, – more treacherous, Trevor Sivian, obviously the better quarterback. Uh, Marquise Wilson did not practice today. Um, I think this may have him out this week. The injury uh, may hold him out uh, for the week. Jeremy Macklin was removed from the Week 14 injury report. Uh, that's a, a recent update here. Um, once again, we'll cover that a little bit more later in the show. Uh, and the Browns plan to start Robert Griffin III against the Bengals. I, I don't know what value this really has because the Cleveland Browns season has kind of been a dumpster fire this year. I believe it gives a little bit of a bump uh, to their offense, but at this point, I wouldn't play anyone uh, from Cleveland this week just because Robert Griffin III has been out for so long. Um, Michael Thomas didn't practice uh, Wednesday. That uh, that shouldn't be any indication that he should miss. Tyrell Will or Tyrell Williams was a full participant in practice on Wednesday, uh, and that kind of rounds out our news uh, in the news and notes section. And so we're going to go into uh, some great games for this week: Green Bay versus Seattle at Green Bay. Um, I really like uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's on fire this week, or sorry, uh, for the last couple of weeks, uh, and has really kind of turned around the offense. Their defense is still kind of a dumpster fire, um, but uh, I really like Aaron Rodgers this week, even though Seattle is a great defense, but the defense is banged up, and 
uh, Earl Thomas is out for the season. Um, and uh, when, once again, when we talked about this on Monday, when Earl Thomas was out against Tampa Bay, uh, Seattle struggled for the first couple of drives uh, to lock down Mike Evans. They were able to figure out the rest of the way. Um, I, I believe that this is going to be a higher scoring game than most others believe. I think this is going to be kind of a 35-31 to 31 game. Uh, I like Seattle in this game just because they have a defense and, uh, and Green Bay doesn't really have a defense. Um, Jordy Nelson has, has played very, very well the last couple of weeks. And the last time Green Bay played Seattle, Jordy Nelson, although Green Bay said that they didn't do it on purpose, they played Jordy Nelson away from Richard Sherman, and I think they're going to do that again this week. Um, so Nelson will have uh, some, pretty good, uh, some pretty good numbers if he's not going up against uh, Richard Sherman. Uh, Devontae Adams, I know a lot of people are worried because he only got one target or, sorry, one catch last week for 17 yards. Uh, it was a snow game. It was a giant mess. Uh, but he still had seven targets. Uh, I believe he'll still get uh, some pretty good work against uh, Seattle's defense. Once again, the secondary banged up with, um, with Earl Thomas out. Uh, they're going to have to change their scheme because of the backup not really being able to cover as much ground. Um, I believe it opens up the passing game. Cobb, I'm not really sold on. He's kind of been, at best, the second option and kind of the third or fourth option in other weeks. If they're pulling Nelson away from Sherman, that's really putting Sherman or Cobb on Sherman, which is going to drastically decrease his numbers. And so moving on to Seattle, uh, I like Russell Wilson in this game. Uh, Green Bay has been kind of a dumpster fire to the quarterback position on defense. I think he'll get uh, two touchdown passes minimum, 250, which is what you want out of a quarterback. Uh, I believe that Thomas Rawls is back uh, and in full force. Uh, I believe uh, he'll have a fairly good game. Uh, the reports for the weather in this game is that it will there won't be snow. It'll be cold, but there won't be snow and kind of the early reports that I have seen. So this won't really affect the passing game as much. Um, the running game will be good. I believe that uh, Jimmy Graham has a really good game. Uh, Green Bay gives up the seventh most points to the tight end position. Uh, I like Doug Baldwin. Tyler Lockett I don't think will have as big of a game. Um, because it's colder, he still has that splash in the special teams game and the deep threat ball. But I think they're going to do more ball control movement down the field. Uh, and I think uh, Graham and Baldwin have bigger games than Tyler Lockett this week. And so moving on to the Thursday night matchup between Oakland and Kansas City. Um, obviously, you're playing Derek Carr. He's playing lights out right now. Um, Little known fact is that the, the Kansas City defense is giving up the most points this season of any other team uh, in standard PPR to the wide receiver position. So obviously you're going to be starting Crabtree and Cooper. Um, I really don't like Latavius Murray in this game. He's been great the last couple of weeks uh, in, in my 
in one of my leagues, I was the guy who dropped him uh, the second week he was injured and didn't have and didn't play at all. And then he decided to tear it up, light it up, and completely spite me for dropping him, which I'm still bitter about. Uh, but moving on, uh, Oakland uh, gives up the eighth most points against the run, so I really like Spencer Ware in this game. Uh, should be a starter if you have him, uh, unless your roster is incredibly deep. I still would start him, uh, even in PPR leagues. Um, Travis Kelsey, I believe, is going to take a dip in production. He's had three consecutive games of 100 yards. I don't see him doing that this week, not because Oakland is really great, but because Macklin is back. And when Macklin was back, uh, I believe he only had one 100-yard game so far this season. Let me pull it up here really fast. Here. Yeah, before Jeremy Macklin went out, uh, he only had one 100-yard game. Uh, kind of the, the downside to Travis Kelsey right now is he only has three touchdowns. So though he has had three back-to-back games with 100 yards, he has not had a touchdown. This last game was really, really good against Atlanta. But once again, it was Atlanta, who's not the greatest defense, going eight for eight and 140 yards. Tyreek Hill, I think, takes the bigger hit um, with Jeremy Macklin out. I don't see him getting as many targets, although Tyreek Hill is still kind of a beast in the running game. He's got a lot more options and versatility than Macklin does, but I think because Macklin is kind of a star receiver, he's going to get more target share this week. And so I believe that's what I have uh, for this. If you have Kansas City's defense, I would be wary of, of starting them against Oakland. Um Derek Carr and the Oakland Raiders are really the second-best team in the AFC, in my opinion, uh, behind uh, the Patriots. Uh, they're playing really, really well. Now that they're getting uh, Latavius Murray about 18 to 20 carries rather than the 8 to 10 he was getting early in the season, that's really got him going. But once again, I don't see Latavius Murray having a great game against that uh, – that uh, Justin Houston led defense against the run game. Uh, obviously, if you want to play Oakland's defense, uh, you could. Um, but uh, but I really like uh, I really like uh, other options in this week. And so, moving on to our third game here, we have New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. Um, last week, Drew Brees did not have a good game against what was supposed to be a great matchup against the Lions. He just didn't perform. Uh, but the great thing about Breeze is he just doesn't have back-to-back bad games. Now, this is a road game coming up um, uh, this week against Tampa Bay. But I like eh, – I'd probably say I like Tampa Bay in this game. They're just playing better. Uh, I like Breeze over Winston, obviously. Um if you have Hightower, I wouldn't play him. Uh, his production drastically dropped off. They didn't even really hardly use him in the last game. Ingram's production took a dip, but that's because I believe that the Lions are just playing out of their mind on defense right now. Uh, I look for Ingram to make a, a decent bump back. Fleener was finally involved like he should be in the passing game and has played really, really well over the last two weeks. Um, I would consider starting him. 
there are some other options that I like that are better. Obviously, with him kind of being around that 10 to 14 range uh, in tight ends, depending on your league, um, Evans should have a monstrous game. I mean, he's just a, a giant beast. He's kind of uh, who I have dubbed Megatron 2.0 in, in conversations with Ryan. I like Cameron Brait in this game as well uh, as kind of the number two option in the passing game. In the running game, I like Jaquiz Rogers more than Doug Martin in this game. Um, Jaquiz Rogers, uh, they've talked about expanding his role this week. Uh, in addition, Doug Martin just has not been the same this year. He hasn't splashed at all. Jaquiz Rogers has had much more success in the running game this year than Doug Martin. And with them talking about expanding his role, I look for Jaquiz Rogers to have a better game than Doug Martin. Uh, Doug Martin's yards per rush last week was under three. And so I really like to quiz Rogers in his expanded role to, to outplay and outperform Doug Martin. And so those are kind of the three big games uh, with notable players up and down on each side that I wanted to cover and talk about. Uh, I think Jameis Winston uh, will throw for three, three TDs. I think this is a huge scoring game. I think this is the big scoring game that last week should have been between uh, New Orleans and uh, and Detroit, but I think it's going to happen this week more than last week. And so moving on into kind of our mailbag start sits, um, a question that we had come in was an individual has, uh, has Dontrell Inman against Carolina, Michael Thomas versus Tampa Bay, and Tyreek Hill against Oakland. Rashard Matthews versus Denver. Uh, he needs help picking two receivers for this week. He has his flex and running backs covered. Um, if it was me, I would go with Dontrell Inman against Carolina and Michael Thomas versus Tampa Bay. Um, Michael Thomas is clearly the number one target uh, for Drew Brees, and Dontrell Inman is going up against Carolina, who has been an absolute sieve over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and it's just not the same defensively. Uh, Tyreek Hill is going to take a hit, like we said, uh, with Jeremy Macklin coming back. And Rashard Matthews is playing against Denver's pass defense. And so I like the first two uh, a lot better than the latter two. Uh, moving on, uh, Matt Ryan or Tom Brady this week. I like uh, Matt Ryan against Los Angeles. Los Angeles defense, once again, um, struggling this year against teams. Uh, got totally blown out against New Orleans a couple of weeks ago. And Tom Brady's going up against a very, very, very good defense in Baltimore. Baltimore has this, uh, has this tendency to go into New England late in the year in the cold and in the weather and beat the New England Patriots. So once again, I like uh, Matt Ryan over Tom Brady this week. Um, because of the matchups. Uh, a question that came in was, do I start Spencer Ware or Doug Martin? Uh, to me, obvious answer is Ware because he's going up against Oakland's defense. and Doug Martin, uh, I believe, won't even be the number one guy on his own team. Um, and then for the last question in our kind of our start-sit mailbag portion of the show, we have uh, Cameron Brait or Zach Ertz for the playoff run. Uh, for me, this question uh, is is Cameron Brait. Uh, to me, Brait has a much easier uh, road throughout the playoffs. Getting to play New Orleans twice uh, 
Um, he does have a tougher matchup against uh, Dallas in Week 15, but getting to play New Orleans defense twice and then Carolina in Week 17, for those of you who would be in the championship game, those are some three defenses that have struggled this year, uh, and I really like Cameron Brake getting more involved. Um, nine targets, six receptions, 86 yards in the last game. Uh, he's kind of hit or miss in, in touchdown dependent, but in this game against the Saints, uh, Tampa Bay is going to be in the red zone, so I think Cameron Bray is going to get those goal line targets enough to get him a touchdown and to get him bumped into those points uh, for you. And so uh, that kind of wraps up our show. I know it's a little bit shorter than normal. Um, not bad for my first solo show. Uh, but uh, once again, I want to thank you guys for stopping by the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. Once again, I have been your host, Justin Skalver. The show has been brought to you by Vox DFS Firelines and VoxDFS.com. Thank you and good luck to you guys in week 13. devotion isn't a once a year occasion and once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared you'll still want them to know how much you care dare to give a gift that lasts this valentine's day with our incredible selection of jewelry from delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds jared has hundreds of pieces under 299 dollars and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted at Jared, we know devotion isn't a once-a-year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted.